son, this is good. We're just going to let it play. If you don't like it, just jump forward about three minutes. back with another episode of Bigfoot Revival. I am Sasquatch and joining me today as per norm is the man, the myth, the legend, the cooler, the Yeti. Indeed. Alright, so we have an episode coming up that I hope everyone will enjoy. If you don't enjoy it, just let us know on Facebook. If you do enjoy it, uh, let us know on Facebook. Uh, if there's some other opinions about this show, just let us know on Facebook. Yeah. Or you can email. Or email. We do have that uh, one one person who emails us, and that's been nice. Um, just get up with us. We want to hear from you. Uh, holiday season's coming up. There's a lot of change coming about. And we want to hear from our uh, listeners. We want to know what you think. We want to know uh, what you want to hear or don't want to hear. We, um, we're we trying to fine-tune our podcast to be a better product for you. So all that being said, uh, as you could tell from the music... It's Christmas time. It is. We are one week away from the happy, magical Look, holiday known as Christmas. And I get called a Grinch all the time, but like... Because you are. <laughs> but I'm not interested in hearing Christmas music before Thanksgiving. I'm not interested in hearing Christmas music the week after Thanksgiving. 
I, Which is where we, people like me come in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't like Christmas music? Let me just pull up my playlist. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and, but the week of Christmas, I really do start to get kind of Christmas spirit. Yeah. Or whatever you want to call it. I, I, I get happy over the Christmas season and um, get to see the presents wrapped under the tree yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So um, uh, my wife, though, she is diehard. Like you wait until after Christmas. I mean, after Thanksgiving, but the day after Thanksgiving, we've got a live tree in our house. So I've got a story for that, or maybe this is a confession. I don't know if I've told you this. Maybe I did. We talk a lot. It's funny. Is how this that like happens. R. Kelly's confession? No. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I know how your wife is because she's my sister. I was about to say she. You ought to. <laughs> So, I went ahead and took the liberties of putting up my Christmas tree before Thanksgiving (laughs) with the expectation of her coming over to my house on Thanksgiving for that wonderful meal we had. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Unmasked with more than 10. (laughs) Don't tell anyone. Anyway, I came over there thinking she's going to look at that and say, Why have you got up your tree before Thanksgiving? My wife isn't a bitty, by the way. <laughs> Just to throw that out there, <laughs> and I and I and I jumped right at her. I said, "So, what do you think? What do you think?" And she goes, "It's pretty." <laughs> that was not my desired reaction. <laughs> His face made this sound effect. <laughs> Take that dead man walking. We don't need a board. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh it's christmas time and the thing about christmas time at the ra- especially this year sometimes it can be hard on people because um well let's take for example i don't mean to harp on this but my grandmother just died right yeah and it seems like people die i reckon it probably seems like people die around christmas <laughs> yeah. like like that's probably not true i, I, I well, don't people think die all the high, time but yeah i mean but you know there's always that one person who's died who who just couldn't wait until summertime. They had to go ahead and die during the winter. And that does seem to be the case with our family in the past. I, I was about to say you maybe d- five years or so. Yeah. It seems like every year somebody has passed away. So it's just one of those things where um, holiday season can sometimes be depressing for people um, because maybe someone's died or or you know and, and, you know. It, if you're an older person and you've been married for a long time and then your spouse dies, mm-hmm. I mean, could you imagine that around Christmas time? That'd be hard. Yeah. Uh, you also have uh, COVID this year. Yeah. Which, you, you know how we feel about COVID. We don't have to go into all that. But the facts are the government and the uh, authorities of our nation and state are trying to prevent us from having a normal holiday season. Well, they definitely want to discourage it. Yeah. So a lot of people who would normally have these big crowds at their house and all these people around and their family they haven't seen in a long time are now sitting around thinking, you know, I mean, we're going to have Christmas. Yeah. We're going to have Christmas. But there's people who um, who aren't going to show up. Right. Right. And, and so there's changes that are occurring uh, in our society um, just – 
with Black Lives Matter and Antifa, and uh, we still don't know who technically who the president is. Facebook thinks they know, but I mean, technically, we we still don't know. Yeah. Um, the Electoral College did call it, and I. Oh, did they? Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, they're, while they're being are, sued by Texas yeah, and everything, so while there are cases going on, they yeah. Call it, I mean, so. that's that's weird. But let's say let's say, uh, Joe Biden is is president. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, excuse me. Let's say, uh, Joe Harris is president. <laughs> they are the person of the year. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's such a creepy picture too. I mean, it, yeah. anyhow, Karen didn't make it this year. Uh, Sorry, Karen. <laughs> so, um. There's a lot of stuff going on. A lot of things have changed. A lot of things for people. And it's not going to seem like the holidays. I've had a handful of people tell me, it don't feel like Christmas. Right. Right. But part of that's just getting older, though, right? I mean, the older you get, the more... I don't know, son. There, I, I know some older people who just be having that holiday spirit. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean, they're just they're as tickled it. over... Oh, are they? <laughs> Okay, okay. <laughs> My bust. I, Maybe been, I'm the Grinch I've been now. buying the lie this whole time. You know, I've been trying to put up a Christmas tree to upset my sister, and now I'm talking about they're faking it. It ain't real. Maybe maybe it's me. <laughs> maybe it's me. <laughs> it might be a law. Um, so, <laughs> I've been distracted. All right, so so uh, bring it back. There, there's a lot of change yeah. going on. And, and oh, yeah. And this people react differently to change. All right, people people react. I let's take for example me myself. Typically, not all the time. Typically, I I'm, I like change. Mm-hmm. I like change. I'm not a I'm not somebody who who wants uh, Christmas to be the same every year. I sure. don't. Um, no, I mean there's some things that we do uh, that that I I want to keep right. Mm. Um, we sit down with my kids around Christmas time, and we have, uh, we we sit down and we go through the Bible. I mean, the the Christmas story through the Bible. Right? Uh-huh. We talk about Jesus' birth, you know, that kind of thing. Then we open up presents, and I told it made your mama mad. Your mama was so mad when I told her this, mm. but uh, I told her I said, "Look, uh, as long as." We have we don't have kids. We'll be here, uh, but as soon as we have kids, we're not we're not showing up on Christmas. Yeah, because she does the whole big spread uh-huh. and, and breakfast mean, and everything. It's and, and it's all day. Yeah, I mean it really is all day at your mom's house. Yeah, and so what we've decided is this is our family. I grew up from a, a broken home, so. What happened? What happened to me was I'm going. I'm not running all over Tarnation on Christmas Day with the kids. It. This is my kids, my house. We're having Christmas here. Yeah. And they're not going to have to worry about. Oh, where are we going to be? And well, how are we going to get there? And all that kind of garbage. It's going to be Christmas is here at the house, and this is going to be our tradition. And if you want to see us on Christmas morning, and you come to our house, and I told I told her that I said if you want to see us on Christmas Day. You come to our house. But to be fair, I mean, we're over there on Christmas Eve and stuff, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not like we said bump Christmas with your mama. But that was change, right? And and that's part of what people do. You have to start your own tradition. COVID. (laughs) Um, (laughs) 
But that was change, right? Yeah. And, and oh, yeah. she didn't handle that well. But, I mean, I changed it. I changed it for our family because I said this is what's best for my wife and children and myself. And she didn't like it. She's not big on change. You're not big on change. Nope. Whoop. Now, you keep throwing that in my face. It's not necessarily true. I like change for the better. You like changing your underwear. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I am, however. Smelling like a rose. That's my goodness, you are all over the place today, son. <laughs> <laughs> I like consistency. Consistent change. <laughs> so, I, I, Yeah. So you don't like change. and <laughs> Okay, I'll go with you on that. I hate change. Uh, I hate it. Long story short, people react differently to change. And we were thinking, all right, with everything changing around us, with everything going on, what is a, what does the Bible say about change, right? What is, because some people stress out. Like, you're not a stresser over change, I don't think. But you don't necessarily like it. You'd rather... You you like I don't like unnecessary this. change. You like sometimes, walking into the situation knowing what's going on. Yeah, yeah, and sometimes change is necessary. Yeah. I get that. Yeah, and, yeah, you know, um, but change for change's sake is like why? why? Because it's different. Yeah, well, I mean, it, see, it that's was, me. I'm, if it's I'm not over broke, there. Don't fix it. I'm over there talking about, but we can make it better. No, it's it's fine. It's good. Now you're gonna to try to make it better, yeah. and now we're gonna make it worse. Whenever what we have was working, our our music repertoire is like four songs. <laughs> That's not true, but this Way is our music more. guy. <laughs> Five songs. Man. Hey, we can make it better. <laughs> Why? <laughs> it's fine just the way it is, but it could be better. The only way it's getting better now is by more musicians. That's true. I, I mean, so anyways. That's besides the point. Um, where where was I going with this? I oh, have uh, no idea. Um, what the Bible says about change because because we all deal with change different. Yeah. So there again, I'm the type of person who who will change something up just because I'm tired of seeing it over. I, I tell you what, this is a good way of illustrating this. I watch a movie once, and if it's one of my very favorite movies, I watch it. Once a year, mm-hmm. where you can sit down and watch a movie over and over again. If I enjoy it, I'll go back to it. Like I walked into the house, uh, we we spent a lot of time at your mom's house, right? Because that's yeah. kind of where everybody clusters, the center of everything. It's your yeah. mom. She's she's the, right in between. She's everybody. the matriarchy of the of the crowd, and and so we show up there, and uh, Home Alone is on, yeah. right? And I go, eh, well, whatever, it's Christmas time. It's not a week of Christmas, but it's Christmas time. <laughs> so, um, no big deal. Because I have children who are of a young age. I come home, and there is Home Alone on the TV. And I'm like, ain't there something better to watch? I, I mean, I just, I don't want to watch it again. I don't. Mm. Yeah, you, there is Home Alone 2. <laughs> Which they did make it to Home Alone too. So, yeah. but where there again, you can watch that movie again and again and again. Uh, now I'm not saying like a thousand times. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. You can watch it again. I saw and it again. two weeks ago. Hey, it's been two weeks. I can see it again. It's yeah. still Christmas. There's only a handful of Christmas movies that I care for, and they're the classics that I grew up with. 
bump all this but Hallmark you, you junk. ain't ever you ain't ever even watched um it's a wonderful life i i suffered so through I it don't, a couple times. i don't want to hear yeah, about yeah, yeah. about classic that is the no classic as i define it which is what i grew up with and what i like It's a Wonderful Life is the pinnacle of Christmas movies. Changed my mind. He should have just killed himself. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that movie. That is uh, Yeti at. <laughs> because I guarantee you. I, I, I guarantee you. Okay, oh, survey, survey. Please, if you're listening to this, please, if you're not a YouTube, I mean, not YouTube, a Facebook person or whatever, please, if you're listening to this, comment, <laughs> you like or hate It's a Wonderful Life. There you go. Like or hate. And and we'll find out who's who's right. And the the, the win, I mean, the loser will have to admit that he's a loser on Isn't air. that the way the liberals do? Whoever yells loudest is right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's a democracy. Republic, you idiot. Uh, <laughs> actually, it's a democratic republic. There you go. All right, then. So. <laughs> Where are we going? Change. Change. Uh, so with change, we wind up having um, stress, right? Change can bring stress. Uh, we're having some changes right now with the business and with, with, uh, even not so much directly with the podcast, but when you talk about, um, the church ministry and the podcast and, 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 and the business and everything, there's a lot of change going on in our lives that lead us to leads me to be a little stressful, right? Um, I'm not in control of this change. Um, I am, uh, it's a lot all at once. Mm-hmm. And it, it, even though I am a, a pro change type of guy, uh, you know, I, I'm not big on, on just all this all at once. I have no control. I don't know what the future looks like type of change. Yeah. And that, that's what's freaking me out. Right. Or freaking me out. It's not the right term, but you, I think you know what I mean by it. It's what's got me uh, concerned. It's what has me um, a little stressed out. Now, the Bible says, "Thou ought not fear." <laughs> In the it's King a- James <clears throat> Redneck version, <laughs> yeah. And so, um, because of that, I don't watch scary movies, especially <laughs> scary Christmas movies, uh, <laughs> because that's too much change for me. Christmas movies aren't supposed to be scary. Amen, brother. Uh, <laughs> So, with all that being said, we have a lot of change in our personal lives, um, just in general. What's going on in the nation and everything, there's a lot of change yeah. happening. There's a lot of change out there. And what does the Bible say about it? The Bible tells us, um, and we have a couple Bible verses pulled up. I'm going to let the Yeti just pick whichever one he wants to lead off with, and we'll go through them. Yeah. So, um the Bible tells us that God is sovereign over any and all of the change. That's right. For example, um, Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6 says, To trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. 
Is that right? Yeah, just read it. (laughs) And, And put that in layman's terms for me. Or, or maybe layman's terms not the right word. Just, just maybe give me is. a summary of it. Whenever you think you have a grasp of something and you understand it, and things may not make sense as to what's going on. Yeah. Just like you know, now there's a lot of stuff that's going on. We don't have a good understanding of it. We just know that stuff is changing. We're in a season of change that's all over right. in our personal life in the church. We don't know what's going on. We're not in control of it. This is telling us don't lean on your own understanding. Don't lean on your own understanding. Because why? I mean, I mean, honestly, why should we not lean on our understanding? It, it, how else do we interpret the world around us is not by our own understanding, yeah. right? Well, that understanding is limited. Very limited. And we're fallen. We're sinful. Yeah, we're, we're sinful. So we don't even interpret what we observe without skewing it. Exactly. And so we have something that is perfect. Mm-hmm. That's called Scripture. Yep. And when we are interpreting what's going on around us, we ought to try to use the Scripture to interpret that, right? Amen. Therefore, whenever we uh, encounter change, we're not looking at it with our understanding, but with the understanding of the way Scripture has it laid out. And even then, a lot of times that doesn't mean like um, you quite understand. So, say your 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 business shuts down. Mm-hmm. Say say a business shuts down, and now you're out of work. What does the Bible say about that? Right? I mean, it doesn't say anything about my job. The Bible doesn't say anything about uh, my plant shutting down. Okay, I'll give you that. But what it does give you is a way to interpret that so that you can deal with that healthy, right? Yeah. Um, we, our, our big thing is for God's not given us a spirit of fear, but one of love, power, and sound judgment. That's right. If God's given us a pow- the, the power of love, power, and sound judgment, we ought to be able to, uh, for example, not be ill or, or angry at the people who laid us off. Mm-hmm. We have the power to move on and we have the sound judgment to move forward in a way that is healthy for us and our family. Now that's just a a very vague, um, um, simplified version of that. But I mean, it's, yeah, because whenever change, when it, change is inevitable, that's like the only consistently. We, we said it earlier, joking around, but it's, I mean, it's true to an extent. The only yeah. consistency is that um, is change. Change is is ever happening, and if it's changed for the worse, we need to learn how to process, evaluate what's going on. Yeah. Make a plan, move forward. You just sit there and dwell in the fact that you don't like what's going on. You're just hurting yourself. Yeah, yeah. And you're just stewing, and that's but, sinful. But isn't that, that's our nature, right? A Absolutely. sinful fallen man is to sit there and just go, oh, man, life sucks. I don't deserve this, and I didn't deserve that. And and why is this happening to me? I mean, how many times have we asked that? I mean, honestly, me and you. Yeah. In private conversation, how many times have we said, why is this happening to us? Why? Why? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, but the issue comes in. Well, there, there's kind of an issue with that in general. But overall, where we're trying to head is the issue is sitting there and dwelling in it, yeah. and not not using the scripture to to help you move forward. Uh, you know, we said 
We're trying to help people think biblically through these situations. And when we are not taking into the full, when we're not taking in the full counsel of God, uh -huh. we tend to, to, to screw up royally. I was listening to a guy talk about hearing the voice of God, and he was using he was using a, a fraction of a verse to justify it. Right? He was talking about um 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 oh man, is it Samuel that God said uh, was like who 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 he woke up? God woke up in the night speaking to him. Uh, are you talking about the one that uh, he he uh, rose from the dead? No, 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 no. God, God, uh. I think it was Samuel okay. who God, anyway, he's speaking to him and he wakes him up in the night and, and he goes to, uh, his master and was like, Hey, are you, you calling my name? You know? And he was using that as God, God speaking to us and, uh, in an audible sense, or, or there was another scripture that they used where they were saying that, um, um, uh, uh, Jeremiah, oh, I, I'm I'm so ill prepared for this. I'm so sorry, guys. But it said that it spoke to him. Are you talking a, about the voice in the night? Or, probably. Or, or probably. did you move on? I looked it up. Okay, go so, for it. So, um, I don't have the um the reference, but uh, Samuel, he was an attendant. So I was right about that. So, okay, he was cool. an attendant of the high priest and lived in the temple of Shiloh without his parents. When he heard his name, Samuel thought the high priest was calling him. Three times in the night he heard his name. Three times he went beside uh, to the bedside of Eli, but it was the voice of the Lord calling him. Yeah, and so they use that to say, well, "See, God, God speaks to us audibly." Um, and and I tell you what, it surprised me because I never, um, I ne I didn't know this about her, but um, they were using Pr Priscilla Shire, um, okay, comments on this that. She Tony was, Evans' daughter. Yeah, yeah, and she's the one that's taught, or she's part of the crowd. But she learned this from a guy named Blackaby, and Blackaby used the um, the illustration of I think it's old boy was left alone, mm -hmm. and the earth shook, and that weren't God, and this happened, and that happened, and it weren't God, and and then. God came out in a soft whisper, mm. right? Or or a uh, silent, uh, um, I forget, a gentle something. I forget the exact wording. But basically, and they're using these verses out of context to say that God speaks to us audibly. Right. Right. And Priscilla Shire went as far to say, um, when you become so mature in your faith that you shouldn't have to depend on secondhand revelation. Talking about the Bible. What? Yeah. And so um, people people take Scripture out of context all the time. That, that's the main mm -hmm. point. I'm not trying to get down that lane. Yeah, yeah. Although it did change my my um, perspective of uh, Priscilla Shire. Well, that's heartbreaking. Yeah, I, I didn't like it. Oh. <laughs> yeah. But that being said, people take context, I mean, the Bible verses out of context all the time. and And we have to hold them in context instead of just pulling out a fraction of the Bible verse. We need to pull out the whole piece yeah. and, and learn to understand the full, the full gospel uh, gospel that can be misunderstood, but you know what I'm saying? The full scripture, the full, 
all of God's word. Yeah. And that is the Bible. Don't be looking for private um, revelation, right? He's given you his word. He speaks to you through through the Bible. That's it. It's his word. Mm -hmm. Use that. You want to hear them out loud? Read your Bibles out loud. That's right. Or we have good audio books now. I mean, that you can pull up on your phone and everything. So, yeah, James Earl Jones reading the Bible would be awesome. <laughs> I think they have. They that. do. Okay, I haven't King listened James, to it, but <clears throat> so <laughs> thinking that would make the King James tolerable. <laughs> oh my goodness! But anyway, all right. Um, well, we're talking about the whole scripture, you know, to finish that verse. Yeah, yeah. we were talking about. Um, we we got to don't lean on your own understanding, but. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make your path straight. That's right. You you lean on Christ. You lean on God, and he will fix. Uh, he's going to make your path straight. You don't have control over that. He does. Mm-hmm. So when we fight him by pouting and screaming and folding our arms and saying, I ain't going to do it, I ain't going to do it, you're you're really not honoring God in that. No. And you need to, we need to learn to submit to what's going on. You know, say, say for example, I mean, you, do you think the people in England, whenever the Germans were bombing them, that they felt like they had any control over what was going on? Right? I'm going to say no. <clears throat> Excuse me. So in London, um, but they had a thing called keep calm and carry on. Yep. So and that's where that come from. Yeah. Okay. And so and I don't know if it came from the bombings directly, sure. but that that's a that's a statement that came out of yeah. England. And um and so, you know, we we as Christians need to keep calm and carry on. Take in the full God I mean the full gospel. I keep wanting to say it. Full counsel of God. Uh huh. And Understand what he has to say. In other words, let's not be afraid of it. Let's use the power, the the nature that he's given us, the of um power, love, and sound judgment, and let's move forward. Yeah, let's move forward. Understanding that what we talked about a, a couple weeks ago that um if you want to know the the uh, God's will for your life, that is to be praying and rejoicing and and giving thanksgiving to God. So when you lose your job because the plant shut down, how should you react? Well, you should react in prayer, thanksgiving, and rejoicing right. in what is going on in your life. Yeah. I don't know what my not next job, how am I going to feed my family? I, I don't know. I don't know. Right? You don't know, but you know who does know? Our sovereign Lord. That's right. He knows, and he's going to look out for you. Bring, uh, talking about he's going to look out for you, let's go to... Um, the the forgot oh no forgot it's not giving us spirit of fear. Um Romans eight twenty eight. Okay. <clears throat> which says and we know that God causes all things to work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. And I think you normally hear that verse is God causes all things for the good of for his glory and for our good. Uh-huh. Right. Now it says specifically it's actually saying for those who love him. Uh-huh. Right? I mean, it's not talking about everybody's good. And, it's, it's, it, and it doesn't say either that God is going to cause good things to happen. He says exactly. he, he causes all things to work together for good. For good. 
So whenever you spank your kids, is for their good. Exactly, and that, I mean, um, and 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 that's more of a punishment. But there's times when I say, yeah. uh, no ice cream tonight. Right. Right. And and it's for their good. Right. I'm not just withholding ice cream because I'm a mean old man. Um, oh. Uh, <laughs> I'm doing it because I love them and I don't want them to rot their teeth out or, you know, um, when they hit a certain age, we, we, we take their bo- um, bottles, but their, their drink cups or sippy yeah. cups away from them at night so that, they, so that they can learn not to pee in the bed. Um, and, and they won't go to bed with their, their, their drink cups. Right. All right. But if you, if you're constantly using the bathroom in the middle of the night, it's probably not a good thing to be drinking in the middle of the night. It's yeah. probably not a good thing to be drinking an hour or two before bed. That's true. And so, you know, we do these things because they don't know no better, right? And and we're working it out for their good because we love them. Just like God loves the church, he's working it out for the church. Um, he's working it out for the, the members of the church. Yeah. And ultimately, and this is where we have to keep our eye when it comes to these things, ultimately, no matter what the change is, no matter how awful it seems, ultimately, if we're serving and loving him, if he is truly our Lord and master, the reward is heaven for all eternity. So there you look at someone like Paul, who was well off, who, 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 and and a lot of people don't talk about this, but there's a good chance Paul got divorced uh-huh. because of his position in the Sanhedrin and everything. Right. Uh, though that was a position saved for married people, okay. and you don't ever hear about a wife. Uh, we don't know that for a fact, but it's a good chance. Yeah. And and he's traveling the world. Uh he he gave up his family. There's a good chance he gave up his family. Let me put it that way. There's a good chance that he gave up his family. Um, to, 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 for Jesus, for Jesus. And there's a good chance that, um, now that, that being said, I don't want somebody to jump to the cool. Well, Paul was a dead beat dad. You know, we right. don't know if he had kids or right. he, we don't even know that he was married, but there's a good chance that he was. Um, and, and, but there, I say that just to say that there's a good chance that he gave up his family for Jesus. Right. Um, he, uh, got beat a lot. Mm. He got thrown in jail yeah. a lot. Uh, he got shipwrecked a lot. Uh huh. Paul didn't have an easy life. No, he didn't. And yet he made a huge contribution for the glory of God, the kingdom of God. Um, are you more concerned in your day-to-day life with your ease or for God's kingdom? Mm-hmm. That's that makes a difference. If I'm willing to 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 suffer for God's kingdom, I'm not willing to suffer for my comfort. If that makes sense. Okay. Does it? You're looking at me kind of funny. Say it again. So, I would be willing to suffer for God's kingdom. In other words, I would. I would find joy in actually the suffering of God's kingdom. I, not that I want to suffer for God's kingdom. I don't want okay. to suffer at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, uh, we talked about this. If we ever got s- thrown in jail, we would definitely start singing a bunch of hymns and stuff. That's right. Right? We'd find joy in that. We we would take the example of Paul and use it to, to God's glory as best as we were 
possibly could. So if you're going to get locked up, try to see to it that you got the music guy with you. That's right. That's right. Let me talk. Pastor, we're going to have to arrest you now. Don't don't just arrest me. Arrest Yeti as well. We want to bring glory to God in everything that we do. Now, if I'm living for my comfort, right, and I get thrown in jail, am I going to be able to rejoice? No, I yeah. I can't. Right. So I'm I, I can I can I'm willing to suffer for the glory of God, but not my own comfort. Does that make sense now? Yeah. And we have to move along so that if if something happens, I mean, with this Biden-Harris uh, administration coming up, there's a lot of people who have a legit concern that, hey, we may wind up in deep, in deep doo-doo. Yeah. We might wind up in deep trouble. And... And are we willing to face those changes with rejoicing? Are we willing to, to yep. face those changes rejoicing? Um, there again, Christmas is coming up. Maybe, you know, uh, are we willing to rejoice in the uh, disobedience of an Ill- illegitimate government uh, ordinance? I guess would be the right way to say that. Right. And, you know, with all these changes that are coming up, We've all got choices we've got to make, too, starting with what is our attitude going to be? That's a choice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can lean into... No, God made me this way. Don't put that on him. Well, I mean, and, and we, we've talked about this, right? We, in the past, I think it's one of our earlier podcasts, we tend to say, I'm Irish. I'm I'm ill-natured. It's how God makes us. Yeah. You know, I'm Hispanic. I'm ill-natured. That's how God, you know, everybody seems to be ill-natured, and it's just how God made you no matter where you come from. So um, get over that. Yeah. You have a choice to make. You're sinful. You're born into it. Get up and serve God. Where the truth is, uh, if you're saved. And you know it, clap your hands. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm the music guy. <laughs> so, if you're saved, you you should be fine and rejoicing and not anger and everything. That's right, right. That that was the point of that. So, that God uses this for our good. Ultimately, our good is heaven. Are we willing to sacrifice and suffer here on earth for our good in heaven? That's that's where I'm going. Sorry to yeah. drag that out and chase my tail and everything, but <laughs> that's the point. Are we willing to suffer and work and deal with these changes that are coming up for the glory of God so that he may be magnified and glorified for all eternity or are we wanting our own comfort at this time of year and you know this is easy to say but the fact that God would use us for his glory regardless of the suffering is good yeah the fact that yeah. we would be considered to be used, if that means being locked up, if that means death, you, yeah. you know what I mean? If that yeah. means being stricken with a sickness, people are looking at us. Lost people are looking at us and how yeah. we respond. So we respond to whatever circumstances that we're facing with praise and worship to God yep, Almighty, yep. and that's a witness. Yeah. And yeah. that that would happen 
though it seemed bad to us, though we think it sucks. What's a better testimony? Exactly. Laying there in your deathbed saying, I am ready for home. God, take me. And and be worshiping him on your deathbed. Or, God, I don't want to die. Please don't take me. I don't want to die. I don't want to die. What What do you think is a better or testimony? Bitterness. Or bitterness. Or or. You know, and death is, uh, I don't know if anybody's ever thought this through, and I'm sure there hasn't been. I'm, I'm pretty smart this way. But death is a big change, right? Yes. <laughs> that, that transition from from uh, uh, from having a living, breathing body to a spirit uh, in heaven or hell is a big change. Yeah. So these people who are who are having these opportunities, to to show God's glory in a most difficult time. There again, am I going to sit there and say, "Lord, take me home. I'm ready to be with you," or is it going to be, "No, I don't want to die. I don't want to die." And I think we've, you know, in our experience since we've been uh, friends, have seen both of those. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, um, we have a mutual friend who's our age who, um, to be honest, I don't know if she was saved or not, but um, as far as I know, uh, she, she and you tell me if I'm wrong, because you knew her better than I did, mm. but she left this world, you know, not, not, not glorifying God in the sense of, Lord, I'm ready, take me home. And, and... Now she went to church and all that kind of good stuff, and I'm not trying to judge one way or the other. Right. So don't take me wrong. What I'm saying is, I've also seen the testimony of 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 well, women basically, the mm-hmm. men that I know who died have kind of died violently, <laughs> uh, but the women have died um, saying, "Lord, take me home. I'm ready. I love you. I want to see you." There were some of those conversations that she had. Okay. Um, uh, talking with her one on one, and it was one of those things because she left behind kids. Yeah. She was yeah. always wanting to let them know that everything was going to be okay. Yeah. But she was trying to put in place uh, a way of life for them and praying for them that God would take care of them. Yeah. She wanted them to be in a situation to where they would grow up in the church. Yeah. And you know. Only, only God knows. Personally, talking to her and everything, I think she's praising God right now. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. But, um, yeah, it was peaceably. There was no fear there. Yeah, she, yeah. There was never any fear, and I think that's a big testimony that, yeah. too when people are facing death. Dag all right. So, because there again, that's a big a change. You, I mean, old death, where is your victory? Old death, where is your sting? Amen. I mean, and that, and there again, that's that's one of the biggest changes, if not the biggest. Like, <laughs> like going from 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 an egg and a and a and a sperm to a life is a mm-hmm. big change. That's right. And then leaving this Just world, being. yeah. And then leaving this world as a spirit is a big change. Those are probably your two biggest changes. Yeah. <laughs> and then you get to see Jesus Christ face to face. Amen. Amen. And you want to get on me for not liking change. Okay. Well, I'm just trying to be Christ-like. The Bible says in Hebrews 13, 8, that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So what you're telling me is God doesn't change? 
I'm just telling you what the Bible says. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if y'all can hear this. I, I've got a, I've got an extra pop filter for my, so, so you can't hear it, but I'm just slamming my head on the <laughs> microphone. Um, yeah, God is consistently perfect. Yes, that's right. He doesn't have to change because he's perfect. And so as God is transforming this world, right, mm. change is necessary to make it perfect because it's it's fallen. That's right. One day, one day, uh, there's going to be some serious change. You got that right. But until then, he's changing the world. He's changing us to be to be in a more perfect or not more perfect. Well, yeah, more perfect representation of himself, mm. right? Mm. Yeah, and so that's change, and sometimes that change hurts. It does, and pruning. Yeah, and he's and he's pruning the world that we live in, uh-huh. and he's changing the world that we live in so that it is for our good. And his glory. Right. And if we are truly saved, we're more concerned with his glory. Mm, yeah. Right? We should now, be. And so that when change comes about, we realize that this change has occurred for his glory. And are we going to fight it or promote it and 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 just adapt to it and move on? Right. Some of the some of the, the the most wealthy, successful, the most um and, and I'm not counting wealthy as successful either. Okay. But the most successful people in this world have figured out when things change to change with them. Change with them, that's right. And not to fight it. That's right. Now does that mean if something is changing for the bad, right? Mm -hmm. So um uh well uh, I hate to keep going back to politics, but um, the new, we're, we're changing from an administration that we thought was on a scale of of zero. You have a communist, and on a scale of ten, you have a Christian leader who leads uh, uh, with an understanding of God and our republic and constitutionalist, right? Okay. That's where I'm at. Constitutionalist, um, a godly constitutionalist on this side would be a, a 10 and on a zero side of the scale, um, is, is a, 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 a zero, right? That's the socialist, communist, um, atheistic type mm -hmm. of government. Sure. All right. Now, Donald Trump is something like a five or a six. Yeah. Right, he's nowhere near. No, um, he's better on the Constitution. He's better on, but he's not a Christian. Although he does help, I mean, he he does support Christians um, in his uh, he you know in his legislation type stuff, which he's not supposed to be, do legislation. But it, 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 all that's besides the point. Um, Kamala and Bur Bernie. It might as well be Bernie. Kamala and <laughs> if you ask and, him, he might tell you that he's Bernie. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh 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 Joe yeah. are like a two or a one. Yeah. Right? They are close. And so we are transitioning from a 
a a a five or six to a two or one. All right, we're not happy about that. We fought that. We did our job. We went out and voted. We do, all that kind of stuff. We're supporting the the fight for to to remain. We'd much rather have that five or six than a one or two. And so we fought that. We lose. All right, say we lose, which it looks like we probably will. Uh huh. Um, we lose. Do we sit there and just go? Uh, I don't like it. Eee, they're socialist. Eee, we're all gonna die. Eee. <laughs> Gosh, that's awful. Or I do we say we say okay? We don't understand this because we don't have the full understanding of that's God, right? right? Mm-hmm. We don't see the full picture. We don't see everything. So. Um, we don't understand exactly what's going on, but evidently God was n- uh, wanted to change us in some way, so that we can pick up our 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 Christian uh, Bible. I shouldn't say Christian Bible, just the Bible. Yeah. We're gonna pick up our Bible. We're gonna read it. We're gonna understand it, and we're gonna move forward in a way that brings glory to God. Amen. Even if it means that it's harder on us. That's right. And that's the way we should move forward in the world. Not, there again, not living in fear, not living in the what ifs, not living in the should be's, but taking what God has given us and using it to the full glory of God to the best of our capabilities. When we do that, then we'll see things like America change for, for God's glory. Then we'll see your house change for God's glory, your state, your county, your family, all of it. But as long as we are stuck in the mud and spinning wheels and crying about it, we're not going to do anything. We have to be on the offensive. We've said this in the past. We, we've, we've backed off of it a little bit. But this is war. This is spiritual warfare going on all around us. Mm. And we have to, because we're the only people who can as Christians, That's I want right. you to listen to me. As Christians, mm. we're the only people who can make a change. Why? Because we're not even making the change. God working through us is changing the world for his glory. Preach, preacher. And as long as we are fighting God from allowing him to use us to change the world through his, uh, 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 I like the three G's. Gospel, right. grace, and glory. It's, it's uh, we're changing the world with his gospel, uh-huh. by his grace, for, for his glory. That's what we're called to do. And as long as we're sitting here whining and complaining about how it doesn't feel like Christmas this year, and as long as we're whining and complaining about the new administration, or we're celebrating the new administration, and we whined and complained about the old administration, now that's hard for me to believe if you're truly a Christian, but supposedly they're out there. <laughs> And and I'm gonna chase a rabbit. Try not to. I've recently got back that we're too Republican. Okay, we're not Republican. I, I mean, we are, but but in the sense of we're in a two party system. We're after God's glory. Amen. And I don't know if I've said this on on the podcast before, but I heard this from a guy, and, it, and it's funny, but I think it's true. Uh, God's not a Republican. That's right. God is not a Republican, but the devil is a Democrat. <laughs> and so, you know, we, we're not interested in, 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 in being on the devil's party, uh, but we are interested in, in 
trying to take the closest thing there again, not whining about how we don't have the perfect president, not whining about how we don't have the perfect Congress, not whining because we don't have the perfect uh, uh, political party uh-huh. to represent us well, but using what God has given us for his glory, the best of our capabilities, and and knowing that in reality we're, we're much more of a Christian, libertarian, constitutionalist type of mindset and that this administration, the Trump administration, is not. They're more of a populist, uh, 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 make America great. You know, yeah. they kind of are the, uh, uh, we don't like change, you know, and that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, the Democrats said change in the, uh, with Obama. And <laughs> Trump said, keep it the same. And then the, um, uh, the people hated the same, so they started saying we need to go back to normal. Uh, you mean the guy who said change? You know, <laughs> That's and a so good point. That's a real good and, point. And, and and so we want to see God glorified in everything. Yeah. We don't see how that's possible with one political party. We see that we can make more headway with a second political party. That's the reason we sound so pro Republican. In reality, we're pro God. We're pro constitution and um we're pro god we're pro the kingdom of heaven we're not even of this world that's right we're aliens uh-huh we're just interested in seeing god glorified on it on it in a different uh 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 i don't know if country is the right word but a different state you know right. and i don't mean like states but the bigger term of state so Regardless. This is where he put us. He put us with the mission. That's right. You told that earlier to be on it, to be taking his gospel, what was the other one, by his grace and for his glory. That's right. That's what our mission is. We're aliens here, but we're ambassadors of Jesus Christ. Yeah. So as long as we have breath, there's work to do. Now, like you were saying, with with Trump in the office, it was a little bit easier. Yeah. Yeah. With Biden in the office, that doesn't mean the war is over. Means the strategy changes. No, and we may. We, might, there's the water, a good chance we might just got a little bit more difficult. Well, there's still a war. It may be more difficult, but I also we have an opportunity to make more progress. Yeah, lines are clearly drawn or yeah. easier to see, not it, as blurred. It'll be easier to make progress. Yeah. It'll be harder in the sense of comfortable. Right, right, right. But it'll right. be easier to make progress in the sense of uh, moving, moving the 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 goal. Right. So, and ultimately. The Lord wins. The Lord has already won. Yeah, he already won. Yeah. Ain't no doubt about that. We've won who are in Christ. Yeah. There's still work to be done here. That's right. He's left you here. If he didn't want us to if he didn't want us to make changes and see people come to Christ and see the world around us change for his glory, he'd have just raptured us and um at salvation. Yeah. So we strive to bring him glory in all things. That's the way you handle change. Mm-hmm. that's the way you handle change not having fear but taking the the idea that we are to have um power love and sound judgment and using that so that we can properly rejoice in our god pray to our god and give thanksgiving to our god even when things look crappy and move forward for his glory and that sounds more like the scripture of jeremiah twenty nine eleven. go for it brother it says for i know the plans that i have for you declares the lord Plans for prosperity and not for disaster to give you a future and a hope. A future and a hope, huh? That's right. You're telling me that God 
at my birth, no, before my birth, had laid out a plan for my life. There you go. That has, uh, what were the words again? Uh, something and hope, I'm sorry. Um, for prosperity, not for disaster, to give you a future and a, a hope. A future and a hope. God, before I was ever created, had a plan for my life to give me a future and a hope. You've got it. Son. That's why they use that at funerals. <laughs> well then, uh, I, I, actually, actually, that's um. Anyways, we use that at my grandmother's funeral. I know I'm harping on that. Uh, I apologize. It's still but, recent. Um, but yeah. So, look. Don't be afraid of the change. That's right. Don't be afraid of the change. It's uh, that's coming. The, that's the biggest mistake. I shouldn't say biggest, but it, it's got to be up there. It's coming whether you want it to or not. Yeah. You go ahead and be ready for it and be ready to praise God in it and bring him praise glory. Praise him. So. Look, look for ways to bring God There's glory. There's COVID out there. I don't care. I love my family enough to take the chance of getting sick. I love them. Mm-hmm. I love them. Now we do things, right? We do things like we spray down, and we have okay. the, the the we spray down the 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 building, and yeah, and we've saturated this place with disinfectant. Yeah, and 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 we have hand sanitizers and masks sure. available and all that, right? Mm-hmm. That's all good, and 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 we like that stuff to help prevent sickness. But we also love each other enough to actually meet and sing to God. Mm-hmm. We love God enough. If it was if it wasn't for our love for God, ain't none of us coming together. You, <laughs> you know got what I mean? that right. We are that different. Uh, but we come to God. Uh, you talking about a diverse church? Yeah. I mean, we really are. But we come together to worship God, and it's because of our love for God that we love one another. To when when we see each other, we're happy and a rejoicing. And we can have moment to, uh, moments to 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 just know that we are there as a family to give praise to the Father. Yeah. Don't be afraid. When they tell you you can't go to church, go to church. When they tell you to 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 uh you can't have you can't celebrate Christmas with your with your natural family. Have Christmas with your natural family. Don't be afraid of it. Changes are going to happen. We fight the ones we can fight. Uh, we 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 move on on the ones that we can't, and and it's all for the glory of God. It's for Him. Yeah. If if at any point in time your life becomes well, what about me? Then you're not giving glory to God. Yeah. Your life has to be. Uh. Your life has to be centered around Christ. And that means in everything, even the hard things. And if we're not, if we're not, we're left here on this earth saying, you know, God said that he was going to make things good for me in his glory. And yet I, I'm here. I am, you know, just blah, 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 and whining and fussy and, but when you say it's for God's glory, you'll find yourself in prison singing hymns to God and giving him praise in everything and rejoicing no matter what. 
Yeah. And if you can't meet because you got the COVID, quarantine to the glory of God. That's right. Quar- that's, that's a great point. I'm glad you said that. Quarantine, read your scriptures, pray, reach out to your family, not literally, but you know, hit them up on yeah. Facebook or a phone call, tell yeah, them that you right. love them, and say, you know what? They ain't going to get COVID. Soon, as soon as I get through this, because I am, I have a 99% chance of living this thing, I'm going to go back and I'm going to love y'all and I'm going to meet with you because I love you. Amen. Amen. So, on that note, on that note, for God is not. No, 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 no. Hold up, hold, pump the brakes, pump the brakes. Don't get ahead of yourself. Yeah. How do they find us, old Yeti? I'm glad you asked. They can find us on our website. That's www.bigfootrevival.com. There you find links to all of the social medias that we're on, including Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, Parlor. And LinkedIn. I was thinking, there's one more. And you also get a link to our email to leave us any sort of feedback. Give us the feedback on if you like uh, It's a Wonderful Life or not. That's right. We want to hear from you. I thought it was crummy. Sometimes I think life sucks. But you know what? Jesus is greater. Sometimes life sucks, but Jesus is good. Serve Jesus to his glory, and it'll be for our good. On that note. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but one of power, love, and sound judgment. Guess what, Yeti? What's that? Deuces. We out. I want to wrap all my moments around her. I want to watch as she glitters the night. Floats her dreams in the air. People watch. Children stare at these tears of captured light. While she awaits ever patient She awaits rarely seen Still her moments are taken For in the dead of the night Gathering light Christmas dreams <laughs>